There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Here's a couple of names that you wonder what they all have in common. Peter Sellers, the actor, died in 1980. Rudyard Kipling writer of children's stories and children's books. Sir Ernest Shackleton, explorer, polar explorer and colleague of the great Tom Crean and others. Sir Alexander Fleming was a scientist. I think, isn't, isn't he the man who invented, didn't he invent antibiotics or something like that? Sir Alf Ramsey, who was a, a giant in the world of soccer. Thomas Bernardo, the man after whom Bernardo's is named. What did they all have in common? They were all Freemasons. They were all famous Freemasons. Now, I don't know how much you know about the Freemasons. I remember reading a book yonks ago called The Brotherhood, which is a great book, frightened the life out of me. It's been updated since, but a great book about the history of the Freemasons. And, and they go right back to pre-Biblican times. There was Freemasons around the world. Well, they're here in Cork. And they have a place down, I think it's off Tucky Street there, the Cork Freemasons Hall. I've never been in there because I'm not a Freemason. Well, this hall, no, I'm not. And this hall is not, is in the news now for a long, long time. And Owen English at the Irish Examiner, senior reporter with the Examiner, has been following it. Why is it in the news, Owen? Good morning. And before I ask, before I ask, are you a Freemason? Morning. Good morning, PJ. I'm not. I I don't know the secret handshake either. I think my my only knowledge of uh, the Freemasons is uh, that famous episode. I think where uh, Homer Simpson joins a similar organisation for about <laughs> half an hour and learns the secret handshake. But I've been into their lodge on Tucky Street on Culture Night, yeah. and um, it's a fascinating place. They have uh, it's steeped in history. They have a load of uh, symbolic banners and. Uh, very interesting furniture um, and some great stories to tell. But um, the building um, on Tucky Street, the, the the Grand Lodge of the Provincial Grand Lodge of the Munster Freemasons, to give it its full title, um, it, it's, it is a very historic building. It dates on that site back to the 1700s. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't have uh, universal access. It has access issues, the Freemasons tell us. And they wanted to address that and so they prepared a proposal that they pushed to the city council last year early last year back in february 2022 setting out their plans for addressing the access issues 
And what they want to do is they want to build an extension um, and they can only build that extension with, with, you know, lifts and proper fire exits. They can only build it at the back of the building. And unfortunately, the plot of land they need at the back of their building is a part of Bishop Lucy Park, the yeah. only bit of green space, public green space in the city centre. Um, and therein lies the problem. So what they had to do, first of all, because they don't own the land, they had to get the permission of city council to lodge a planning application for their extension. They got that written permission. But because the land upon which they want to build the extension is zoned as a park, Mm. uh, city councillors had to vote last year on a material contravention of the city development plan to allow an extension to be built on it. Mm. And they did agree that, that, didn't they? They did. That, that vote happened last May. So the, the Freemasons went to City Hall with their proposal in February 2022. Councillors had to vote to uh, amend the City Development Plan in relation to that particular portion of land. Uh, they voted in May 2022. And that vote on the material contravention, in effect, gave the Freemasons planning permission for their extension. And what's coming before councillors... Uh, next Monday for a formal decision is the formal disposal of that section of of of, uh, of park. It's about it's almost 54 square meters. It's a small part of Bishop Lucy Park. That formal disposal is coming before councillors next Monday, and uh, councillors are going to be asked to dispose of this plot to the Freemasons for the symbolic fee of one euro. They'll have to cover fifteen hundred euro in legal costs and that kind of thing. Now, why that? Why why the one why the one euro? That's valuable land. It, it, it is, but I suppose it's a, it's a kind of a symbolic thing, PJ, that the council often does when it comes to disposals of this kind. Um, what they're doing is they're building in several conditions into the disposal. Uh, and I suppose one of the main conditions that they have built in is that if the council disposes of this land, this park land, to the Freemasons, then the Freemasons will have to make their lodge, their hall on Tucky Street, available to various groups to the public for at least 20 hours a month. So the idea is that if the city gives them a piece of land to facilitate their extension, then the city gets payback in terms of increased access to the building. So that's that's what's generating the debate at the moment. Now, when it first emerged last year, there was a lot of concern expressed about the fact that, you know, the Freemasons wanted to build on the part of uh, a, a city centre publicly owned park. There was all sorts of concerns about the loss of a number of trees, about the principle of giving away uh, a city centre or part of a city centre park for the construction of uh, uh, an extension like this. Um, and we've had various people uh, at the time of the proposal and at the time of the vote last May raising concerns about this move, about you know that it could set a precedent that if some other group comes to City Hall with an idea to build on some public land or some public parkland, that this decision could set a precedent. Yes. Um, and they were also pointing out that, we're, you know, we're in the middle of a climate crisis and it does sort of, you know, it is worrying that the city is considering in the first instance giving away a part of a public park and also sanctioning the removal of, uh, I think it's 15 trees in total will go. Now, the Freemasons say that they will be replanted elsewhere, but still the optics were pretty poor last year. But having said that, councillors did vote last May to uh, give the um, extension planning permission on this parcel of land. So my own sense is that what will happen next Monday is that it will just be a very routine decision. 
Yeah. The disposal will come before them and it'll be just rubber stamped and on we go. Now, like any diligent reporter worthy of the title, you've been trying to get both sides here, I imagine. Who talks on behalf of the Freemasons? Because you're not supposed to know, are you? <laughs> well, that was the impression that I had last year, PJ, you know, that, that this was a secret society of brethren, you know, and that unless you knew the secret handshake, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you couldn't get in, that they wouldn't talk to you, that it was very secretive. But, but in fairness, we got our hands last year on the documents that the Freemasons sent to City Hall. And one of the letters was signed by a Mr. David J. Butler, who is the, or who was last year, he was described as the Society's Provincial Librarian and Archivist in Munster. And I, I, I asked him, would he talk to me about the Freemasons and about this specific proposal? And he had no problem whatsoever. We spent nearly an hour and a half chatting about the history of the Freemasons, about the history of the organization in, in Cork in particular. Um, and he. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He said, you know, that the aim here is to basically... Um, open up the building more he said that you know despite this sort of myth um that the freemasons are a secretive society he said that the building on Tucky street has since 2008 it's it's been used by what he called non-masonic groups you know people who aren't freemasons um up to 15 times every year for events like heritage day and for culture night mm. he said there have had some groups from, from the choral festival singing in there that there have been visits by academics and that there's also been tours by various heritage, history and, and active retired groups and that they're they're more than willing to open their doors and invite people in to have a look around the building. But because of the access issues uh, that, the, that the building has, yeah. that it's not, yeah, it's not fully accessible mm. and they're, they're trying to address that. Now, I suppose one of the other important issues is that, as you know, and your listeners probably know, Bishop Lucy Park is, is itself earmarked for a major overhaul. Yes. Um, and there was concerns last year that, you know, we were going to get this new designed Bishop Lucy Park, but then we were going to get this extension kind of plunked in the corner. But um, what we've been told is that the architects, uh, JCA architects who are working for the Freemasons, have been liaising with the designers of the new um, Bishop Lucy Park uh, to ensure that whatever kind of extension is built, that it, it integrates and blends in well with the new surroundings. But I suppose we'll just have to wait and see what happens when it's actually okay. built, BJ, whether whether they deliver. The, 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 the deal will be done, as it were, on Monday week. Is it next Monday? Next Monday, the deal will be done at the council to hand over. Uh, the, the, like the last May... Yeah, last year, last May, 24 councillors voted, 24 of the 31 councillors voted in favour of the material contravention. They needed a two-third majority. They, they, they got that by, by one vote. Next Monday's vote is just as straightforward. Okay. You know, they just need yeah, so, yeah, exactly. All right, Owen. Thank you for that. Owen English, uh, senior news reporter with the Irish Examiner. I know nothing about the... I've never been there, actually. I must go there in culture night this time. Have it, But I'm told it's beautiful inside. I've never been there. 
I've never been invited to be a, a, free, a member of the Freemasons. Um, I don't, I'd love to see a list of who is a member of the Freemasons. Uh, but Owen, let us, for you, the problem here is not who's a Freemason and who isn't. It's the trees. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Yeah, the, um, I think I, I have been uh, into the, um, the building on Tucky Street for one of the Culture Night events there. It's a fascinating historic space and, um, uh, and so on. Nobody is, is disputing that. But I suppose the, the problem I have is the, the um, cost of this in terms of the cost to green space and to trees in the in the city i mean bishop lucy park is one of the one of the only uh, very limited number uh, of uh, green spaces and parks in the city center um and to lose even a fraction of that i think is really problematic given that we're in the middle of a climate crisis given that we're in the middle of a biodiversity crisis i think this is this is not a good look for for anybody yeah. 54 square meters is roughly the footprint of a small house or a very large kitchen. Yeah, it's. I mean, on a, on a practical sense, it's it's certainly worth more than one euro, and, and, and this kind of figure that's you know it's less than the cost of the Irish Examiner or the, a cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think that's the bit that that's the bit that would strike me as strange, Owen. That this valuable because right there in the middle of the city centre is very valuable land. Yeah. That it, you could it, dispose with for a euro strikes me as very strange. Yeah, and it, and it's valuable from a, I suppose, from a, a property point of view. But I think more so, its value from its value lies in that it is public green space. It is your green space, PJ. It is mine. It is everybody else's. And and the proposal here is to dispose of it, to use that awful term, to dispose of it for a euro to a private organisation, notwithstanding the cultural and the historic value and and. Uh, uh, and um, I suppose the historic uh, the, the history of that organisation but the uh, if this was being uh, disposed of to any organisation I'd have a problem with it simply because this is public green space we know the value of green space and trees in our city you know uh, it helps to build sustainable cities it boosts mental and physical health it provides home for mm. biodiversity it, it uh, sequesters carbon it cools our cities. You know, we've had a really warm spell now. It's cooling down, I think, a little bit now. But, um, you know, trees can cool cities by as much as 12 degrees Celsius. Mm. Right? They we've say had, they we've... will replace them. They say they will put them somewhere else. Uh, that's what they say. And uh, the, uh, the the problem is what you've got at the moment are relatively mature trees to be replaced by, by immature, semi-mature trees. Uh, and, I mean... Uh, you know, I think if they are being replaced, they need to be replaced by much more than than just fifteen uh, trees. And I suppose it's it's the it's the space that's being lost is is a particular problem here, given the very limited amount of of green space in the city centre, as I said. And, and Bishop Lucy Park is not a big park; it is not a a large park, and it's going to get less green, I suppose, as the new uh, development happens. I'm not sure there's uh, much green at all involved in the new development, actually, Owen. Um, it's it's certainly more of a public square by yeah. the look of things than a public park. Um, and look, uh, there, there might be reasons for that, and 
you know, uh, uh, times change and I suppose taste change in terms of how we design our, our public spaces. But I, I would certainly argue the case that actually what we need in our public spaces is more trees, more planting, more green space uh, and, and not less, which is what we're getting uh, which is what we're getting with this. I mean, it's it's 53 or 54 square metres, which isn't, uh, uh, you know, in relative terms, it's not a huge, um, or in, in actual terms, it's not a huge amount, but it, in terms of the scale of the park itself, it's quite a sizable yeah. chunk. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, my, uh, I suppose we can argue about the, and we can, I can point out the, the benefits of trees and green spaces, but for me, this is a fairness and an equality issue yeah. that the people who use that park are, are people who live and work in the city centre, are young families who that might be their only bit of green space uh, in their locality. And we, we saw with COVID the value of green spaces close yeah. to where we live. Um, and so the, the residents and workers in the city centre, the general public, are being deprived of uh, a piece of their their park their you know what is happening here and let's 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 call it what it is uh, a, a piece of public park is being carved up uh, and sold off for officials um and so look i i suspect the vote will go through well, it's, uh, it's almost a done happened. deal according to own yeah i suspect i suspect he's right but I, I think it has to be flagged to to everybody voting for this it has to be flagged at the city council level uh, and all involved that that this is what's going on. This is a public park that is being being um, raided, if you like, is being reduced in size uh, and being sold off to a private organisation. Doesn't matter what that organisation is. There's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories and scaremongering, which which I, I don't buy into, by the way. Um, you know, I understand the cultural and the the historic. Uh, issues at play here yeah. but I think there is a value to this green space uh, outside of that uh, and one thing I'd say is is you know I, I see really no evidence that an alternative was looked at yeah. um, is there an alternative to putting it inside the building could we put an emergency exit inside the building could we use neighbouring buildings uh, I think what's happened here is that People look at green space and they look at trees as being the easy, cheap option. Let's get rid of that. Okay. That's, the, that's the easy solution. So I would like to see um, the city council and I would like to see the councillors who are voting uh, ask, you know, what were the alternatives to this? Okay. Because there are alternatives and um, maybe they should have been looked at before we've gotten to this, to this stage. Okay. It does look a bit like the, that horse has bolted, but it's worth, the, worth mentioning it at least. Owen Lettuce, thank you. And before that, Owen English, a senior reporter with the Irish Examiner. I, I know I'm being mischievous here and I know I probably won't get anybody because they're not going to ring up and go, hello, I'm a Freemason, but you wouldn't know it. I would love to talk to an active member of the Freemasons. Um, I would. I, I want to talk about what it's like to be a Freemason. What do you do? How do you become a Freemason? What does it actually mean to be a Freemason? What do you do, like? Um, other than that story to do with the trees and the use of the public park. Thank you both, Let's Courts 96 FM.